What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Healthy and alive. Doing well. Um, yeah, just enjoying the winter weather. It's been fantastic. Nice and cool. Had some rain here the other day. It's freezing over here, it's man. Wonderful. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, I mean, it, it's freezing here too, but uh, probably not as cold, but um, I do enjoy the cold weather. I uh, woke up today and there was snow everywhere. So it's been uh, it's been one of those days. I actually had to shovel snow, if you can believe it. I, I like snow, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. So te- tech is coming this afternoon. So we're going to be doing uh, some tech talk today. Uh, we've been planning on doing that for a week or two. We didn't get to it last week. But uh, this week, we um, we got enough to uh, to build up and, and have a pretty good lengthy conversation about some of the stuff that's going on out there. So looking forward to that. But this morning, did we have a near miss? So this was... Um, something I, I see an animation that was posted in uh, on the eighth, but it just had a near miss here recently. It looks like, uh, but it's apparently an object. Um, they're speculating that was um a, a rocket booster from the um sixties. Uh, they believe it to be a booster from the Surveyor Two mission, Moon mission. Uh, Speculations floating so. around out there that it was uh. It was a straight. This is what was. This is what I'm reading. Strange object is hurling towards Earth, and no one knows what it is. I mean, technically, they don't. They they don't know for sure if that's what it is. So that is somewhat of a fair clickbaity um, uh, explanation. But um, uh, they there is um, confirmation from NASA that this object is not. Uh, naturally occurring. They do believe this is a man-made. They so it's NASA that's saying they think it's the Surveyor Two Moon Missions uh, booster. Moon mission. Yes, it was uh, a, a booster from the from the Moon mission uh, back you know fifty years ago. Speaking so, of the Moon, the Chicoms made it to the Moon today, didn't they? They they, they did. They they made it to the Moon. Um, let's see here, Chang E five, I believe, is what they're calling it. Mission. Um, they want to collect an, a sample. Uh huh. And and they're bringing the sample back. Yes. Yeah. They they want to get some rock and dust and then bring it back to Earth. It looks like they targeted a um, horrible way to. to I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna skew this pronunciation. Rums Rumcor Rumcur. I don't know something like that. Anyway, it's a volcanic region. Yeah, volcanic region looks like they're they're like I said they're they're targeting rocks and dust uh, from the surrounding area. I'm assuming they're after helium three. Possible. Uh, they could be looking for any other things. Um, there's a lot of things you could learn from that. Being a volcanic region, that would you would you could speculate that some of the material from closer to the core of the moon is coming up. Uh, if if the, the geological patterns are similar to Earth, and if that's the case, that means um, they'll be able to get a better reading of what what's at the core of the Earth. Maybe there's carbon that exists there, which could be a precursor to life, and maybe that'll give you more of an explanation as to what happened um, here on Earth. It says. Uh, they're looking to package two kilograms of of um, soil, if you will, or rock and and gravel and whatnot, and uh, process it. Now, 
I would imagine knowing China and knowing their intentions, I would imagine they're after the helium and seeing how much where to land and all that kind of stuff and possibly maybe a moon base or or, or something. I would imagine they're trying to corner the market for um, that mineral um, extraction so that when we get to the point that we want to do it, China will be like, hey, we've already got it started. Why not just buy from us? <laughs> You know, it kind of concerns me that the uh, the Chicoms are actually on the moon. What in the world are the rest of us doing? I mean, I understand we're shooting for a moon mission in what is it, eighteen months? Eighteen months we're we're supposed to be on the moon in eighteen months. I believe so. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Well, I hope it gets here sooner rather than later. Starship, when when is it? When's the flight? They have a concrete nailed down date yet? Should have been yesterday. Was it yesterday? I think so. I think they were looking at launching okay. yesterday. I'll have to YouTube that one. I'm sure they televised the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, test flight may. Oh no, they're saying it. Uh, they're saying as of yesterday, they're saying it'll be soon. TM. So okay. Uh, let's see here. Testing on money before you panic. It appears to be standard uh, staff fire. Do you want to hear something funny? I'm sitting here. I'm going through some. I'm going through some text messages and stuff. And someone sent me a photo of a poster that's up around uh, around the UK, and it's from the NHS. Uh, and it says it's someone that's sitting over the sitting over the mask on. It says, "Got any coronavirus symptoms? Book a test now, even if you don't feel too bad." Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. It's just it's too funny. So. Uh, according to Musk, um, this was from a couple of days ago. They they did a static fire yesterday. So uh, what that means is is the the engine is stationary, and uh, they're just testing the engine. Wednesday, uh, he he said uh, there's a flight no earlier than Wednesday. So the earliest we'll see it is actually tomorrow or today, as as um, you as a listener. That's true. Uh, all right, I uh, I hope it'll be. Uh... Hope it'll be on. The, I'm, I'm assuming they'll they'll YouTube that, yeah, on their their channels. Probably, I would assume so. I mean, as as much publicity as uh, this has gotten so far, I, I would assume he would continue. I I feel like he's trying to get people excited about space travel and whatnot. Trying to get people interested in like kids growing up, kind of like the Apollo missions and whatnot, right? Kids growing up from that time period, man, you had kids all over wanting to be astronauts and all that kind of stuff, right? That was kind of a dream of theirs. Well. Now things aren't, it's not as televised. I mean, the entire world was watching the the Apollo missions. I would think the entire world would be curious in watching this kind of thing because he's trying to go to Mars. He's trying to send human beings to another planet to colonize it. The first time in human history, you, you would think we would be more, you know, excited about it as a human race, but uh, seems we're more concerned about COVID-19 and, and um, I don't give a damn about COVID-19 on Netflix. I don't give a damn what's on Netflix. I care about putting the largest spacecraft ever created in human history into orbit. That's what I care about. And I hope he does I, it. And I, I hope I it's agree. successful. I agreed. But uh, we're, we're also kind of an anomaly in our society, it seems. Uh, speaking of an anomaly, um, <laughs> I got to ask, what have you? All right, what do you know about this this monolith thing that's, that's shown up in the Utah desert? What, what do you know about this? Mm. It, it's it's um, being talked about everywhere. What is this thing? I, I saw a video yesterday or day before yesterday i don't know and people are starting to show up out in the utah desert and video and stuff like that i mean it's and the guy showed it he's like look you can see where they cut into the the uh the thing here and into the rock and they just put it down in there and it's it's like it was very poorly put together it was like this flimsy like stainless steel and it was like riveted together so i mean it wasn't like this um 
you know, just like this solid piece or something that they could have just done. But by the way, uh, some people showed up yesterday and they tore it out. Uh, so I'm I'm just wondering what what have you what have you heard about this thing and what what on, what on earth is all the commotion about? So it sounds like it's just a either a publicity stunt, someone trolling, or uh, you know somebody having some fun um, because there was a monolith that popped up somewhere else on the planet on the other side of the planet. I don't remember Romania. What it was exactly. I'm sitting here Romania. looking at it. Yeah. So. I, I think it's either uh, uh, some people having some fun trolling some people or it's uh, uh, a company or something doing some kind of advertising gimmick or something. Um, the, the bottom line is, is if <laughs> the movies, it, it's aliens, right? In the movies, right? It's some Promethean race or whatever, some race before us that that or, uh-huh. or the alien race that created humans or whatever, whatever you're whatever the movies are. Um if this were some kind of alien technology and it's aliens trying to talk with us or, or something like that, would it really be a flimsy piece of metal that's riveted together? It, it, it would not be that. It would be some kind of high tech. If they had the technology to come from their planet to our planet within their lifetime, that means um, their technology is going to be years ahead of ours. And by that, I mean like 200 years plus ahead of ours. Um so you would think that um, planting a monolith would be, I don't know, a, a bigger, if they're trying to communicate with us or trying to show off or, or trying, you would think it would be a more advanced piece of metal. I mean, more. Uh, You'd think it would be some kind of metallurgical makeup that we don't know anything about, you know? Metallurgical makeup we don't know about or, I don't, I don't know, a, a bigger piece of it. So it's not this flimsy you know, you, you would want to show off your machine prowess and the the idea that, uh, hey, we planted something on, on your surface of the planet without you knowing about it. And all you can see is is what we left behind and, and just kind of taunting, you know, but it, that's not what this is at all. It's just some human being having a funsies with uh, either the public or could be a test. Also could be could be seeing how quickly this information propagates social media. It could be like a social experiment, if you will. Speaking of um, objects that are uh, that are stationary, that telescope down in uh, South America collapsed, and you know the biggest one, or I, at least I think it was one of the biggest ones, the observatory down there. Yeah, um, Arecibo, I believe is how it's pronounced. Observatory. Yeah, um, it, it's a it's a thousand foot um, wide telescope. It's a it's a uh, radio telescope. Um, back in August, I think we mentioned it back in August, where one of the supporting cables. Uh, auxiliary supporting cable broke and it did some damage to uh, the telescope and I, I believe they repaired it but um, this was the main cable that broke at the beginning of this month and um, it now has fully collapsed the 900 ton monitoring apparatus I don't know what, what, what you want to call it but it's where all the instruments were were housed um, that broke and smashed into the um, the dish itself I in take fact, it back. The, this is in Puerto Rico. I thought it was in. I thought it was in South America for some reason. I, I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you said South America. Um. Yes, it's in Puerto Rico. The the, the pictures they they shared some pictures on um um Twitter. All the supporting cables have broken on it, and all you see is the pylons where the the cables were attached uh, that are standing. You can kind of see a bit of the 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 um, dish itself. Um. But it, it's had a fifty seven year um lifespan i mean 57 years is how long it's lasted it's been in a number of movies um 
James Bond, Goldeneye. It was in that one. Um, there's a few other movies it was in as well. It's been in video games. I mean, it's it it's fairly well known, you know. Why on earth couldn't we get that repaired? I mean, I understand that we uh, we have a little bit of a monetary crisis in the U.S. I get it. But uh, wh- why on earth couldn't we get any kind of, uh, of funding to, uh, to secure this thing and keep it keep the maintenance up on it? Speculation. Um, the facility itself, like I said, was nearly 60 years old. It's in a fairly humid region of the world. So there's probably a rust and whatnot. And for you to run a cable that's strong enough to hold 900 tons uh, suspended in the air to run a new one is not easy. That said, I also think that um, the stuff that they're researching isn't catastrophic enough to get effective um, government funding. Because if you're not researching a a catastrophe, it can be different, difficult to get funding. So you want to you want to research um, weather patterns. Well, you're going to have to say climate change. Then you get all the funding you want. Right. Fair enough. That's a fair point. Uh, Speaking of funding. Uh, bipartisan senators, uh, a bipartisan group of senators are unveiling a $908 billion COVID relief proposal during all of this gridlock. The bill includes $300 billion in Paycheck Protection Program. So we're going to pay people to continue to stay home. $180 billion to boost federal unemployment benefits. So again, we're going to kick that amount right back up. We're bribing people not to go back to work. Do you understand that? And $240 billion this is pet project money, in state and local government aid. Open the economy. You want to get rid of all that? Open the economy. It's that simple. Um, so here's what I think should happen. At first, when you when you when when we talked about this off recording, uh, my first response was, my first reaction is, I, I really don't want people to suffer and go through this. Government, uh, local governments have been shutting down businesses illegally. People are hurting. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to see people hurt or go hungry or any of those kind of things. But at the same time, my, my second response, um, which I think I'm actually leaning towards more, no funding. Let them suffer. We need to feel the pain. We need to feel the hurt because we're not going to get our freedoms back unless we stand up and resist. And Americans don't stand up and resist until they feel a hurt, until they're uncomfortable. And if, if uh, until that happens, eh, you don't you, you don't get your freedoms back. You, you just don't. You, you, you want to go back to work and go back to the cinema or go back to uh, a ball game or something? Well, now you're going to have to wear a mask and you have to do it at reduced capacity or you can't do it until there's a vaccine. So feel the hurt. Enjoy it uh, because um, you're not going well, to you're not going to see change unless they're you saying that, do something about it. That's true. They're, they're saying, well, vaccine. yeah, you, you have the vaccine, but you're still going to have to wear masks and social distance and, and you're still going to have to keep things closed. Yeah. Fauci was well, then what's that. the point? What's the point? There is none. Zero. The proposal of 10 senators, including Senators Joe Manchin of West Virginia, kind of figured that one. Susan Collins of Maine, kind of figured that one. Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney, Maggie Hassan, Janine Shahan, Angus King, and what's... Oh, I'm sorry. That, that That's an ironic name. Yeah, I, yeah Angus I is a, it's a type yeah, it's of a cattle. Type of cattle, yeah. Uh, and of course, don't, don't forget about this one. Uh, Senator Mark Warner, the Democrat from from uh, Virginia, of course, uh, and his quote to this is, it won't make everyone happy, but there's been an enormous amount of work done. <laughs> yes, Senator, there has been. <laughs> you can say so that how again. Is this, how is this bipartisan? 
Is it because they had Mitt Romney on there? Well, um, okay, so you have Warner, right? There's a Democrat from Virginia. And then, of course, you've got Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia. Susan Collins, Republican from Maine. Bill Cassidy, Republican from what? Susan Collins is uh, like Mitt Romney. They're right. They're yeah, liberals. but she's from they're Maine. Not she's from Maine. Maine's a, yeah. Maine's a blue yeah. state. Uh, right. Bill Cassidy from Louisiana. Again, might as well be a blue state in a lot of respects. Lisa Murkowski from Alaska. A lot of handouts up there. Just saying. Uh, Mitt Alaska's Romney, of red, course. Though. Alaska's red, yes, because that's um, except for like around um, uh, some of the uh, the smaller villages and stuff that are kind of isolated. A lot of, I mean, they live on handout money. You know, they live on benefit money because there's nothing really to do. There's really nothing to do. Angus King, he's an independent from Maine. So basically, they've had. It uh, looks like one, two, three. They've had they've had four Republicans jump on board: Mitt Romney, Murkowski, uh, Bill Cassidy, and uh, Susan Collins. So there, there's your bipartisan. All Basically, rhinos. yeah, all rhinos. There, there's your. Yeah. That's bipartisan. Those are all. No. You might as well just put a D next to their names. They're, they're rhinos. And yeah. of course, you've got the uh, you got the independent in there as well. But they usually caucus with Democrats anyway. So I mean, that's that's the way that it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there's that. All right, what's going on in the Pacific? You got something on the uh, the Russians? They're uh, they're strategically placing some things in the name of uh, uh, of of a TV station or something? Is what? Is, or were we just joking about that? Uh, no, it was. Um, so uh, basically, what was happening? They deployed Tor M2 missiles, which is a short range um, anti air. They then later deployed, according to their Russian Defense Ministry TV station, Zevda, uh, uh, yeah, Zez, Zevzda, I don't know, whatever, Russian. They reported that uh, they also installed S-300 V-4 air defense systems, which is uh, a more advanced uh, air defense system in the uh, the aisles there. What, what was it? What's that? Um, Krill Island is how I pronounced Krill, it. It's uh, Krill Island. Krill, yeah. Krill Island. Okay, so the Krill Islands. Uh, I believe it's the, uh, they were saying the... Four southernmost, uh, one of the four southernmost islands, uh, which means it's really close to Japan. Uh, that puts it really close to Japan. I believe it's the biggest of those islands that they deployed on. Anyway, this has been a, a kind of a contentious area for Japan and Russia. Russia and Japan have been butting heads over this area for years, uh, since World War II, in fact. Uh, the Soviets took over those islands in World War II and have not returned them. And Japan and Russia have not ceased hostilities towards one another uh, because of those islands, because of that, um, the whole debacle there. So anyway, uh, they installed uh, those anti-air systems, uh, brought in some of their advanced fighter jets and anti-ship missiles uh, and put them in that area. So it, it looks like they're trying to uh, keep that island for themselves and are kind of saber rattling a little bit, trying to kick off a, a war, probably exploiting the... Um, bit of unrest with covid and uh, the americans um transition of power currently with the uh, voter fraud and all that nonsense i could very much see that as a uh taking a little bit of a defense footing if you will or no uh well i mean in this case it's not really a defense footing in this case it's a hostility um it's a russia's trying to take land from japan because the the land before world war ii was japan's and that was right. kind of but the, the Japanese, end of allowing. Yeah, but the Japanese um, and the Russians don't like each other. They, they don't. No, like each other. they don't. Uh, but kind of the the feeling uh, for World War II was more or less, even though we went into those areas and conquered 
you know, as the allies went in and, and defeated the Germans or the Nazis at the time, land was still returned, right? There was no conquest except for these Asiatic countries or, um, you know, in this area. It, uh, yeah, real estate usually usually doesn't change yeah. hands. You know, it doesn't go back whenever uh, whenever you have that. So yeah, all right, I, I could yeah I could see that from that aspect. Of course, Midway we didn't uh, we didn't hand that over, did we? So no, we kind of kind of kept that. Yeah, all right. So your friend Governor Cuomo had many conversations about that man before. Lost the ruling. I, I think we talked about him the other day. Lost the ruling with the Supreme Court mm-hmm. on uh, the church thing. And then, of course, he had several sheriffs in counties in upstate New York that have basically turned against him during the, the holiday time. Said, "No, we're not going to we're not, not going to enforce these these ridiculous rules of yours on uh, on families during during Thanksgiving. Are you out of your mind? We got better things to do than to count cars and find out if COVID's hiding in people stuffing." I think that's an exact quote. Yep. Well, Cuomo has now struck back at the. Um, uh, the uh, the counties in upstate New York. He has, by executive order, has halted. Think about what I'm about to say. Because I, I, how are you feeling right now? H- how are you feeling? We're talking about Cuomo, so I'm feeling yes. wonderful. Wait till you hear this. He has halted elective surgeries in upstate New York. Uh, for for those that aren't aware, elective surgeries include organ transplants, um, cancer, heart bypass surgeries. You know that that kind of stuff. You know, cancer, cancer. Those are all considered um, electives. Governor Andrew Cuomo announced at his Monday press conference that elective surgeries will again be banned in upstate Erie County starting on Friday, December 4th, because the region, quote, has the most critical hospital situation in the state. And it's part of his winter coronavirus plan. See, he has a plan. He's got a plan. If the situation... uh, I'm just quoting. If the situation continues to get worse, we'll stop elective surgeries in other parts of the state also. I'm struggling to remain compo- uh, composed because my initial reaction is um, the, the, the sheriffs need to deputize some of the citizens and the hospitals that want to remain open and continue saving lives. They station deputies there to ensure the safety of those hospitals, to ensure that um, the government's cronies don't go in and try to shut it down, uh, in this case, Cuomo. The other thing I would like to see is, um, at first, I was I was on, on board with, um, what's the word, impeaching Cuomo and, and having him removed or, Th- or this, whatnot. Th- this is... I'm sorry. This this is you. You don't excuse this. This is. I want to see a SWAT team kicking down his front door and arresting him. Th- this is a human that's, rights that's, violation. That's what this yes. is. That's what yes. this is. And I'm not being facetious. I'm not being no. uh, condescending or something here. This is a human rights violation. Is what this is at this point. Yes. Doctor Nicole Safier, a radiologist and doctor of breast imaging at Memorial Sloan Kettering uh, Monmouth, is among the physicians scratching their heads at Governor Cuomo's logic. I wouldn't call this logic at all, ma'am. And this is her tweet she put out. Cuomo is halting elective surgery in certain counties and encouraging hospital systems to do it, claiming malpractice if hospitals allow themselves to get over capacity. Did you hear this? Didn't he learn from the lesson the last time when morbidity and excess deaths occurred from the delayed care? No, no, clearly he didn't. Clearly he doesn't care about human lives. None. 
Not, not at all. Th- this is beyond pathetic. Th- this is literally beyond pathetic. In some cases, this is a this is a study that's been published by the uh, British uh, Journal of Surgery, uh, and they say that um, in some cases, delaying elective procedures caused deteriorations in health, worsened the quality of life, increased disability, and decreased work capability for patients. Again, you're toying with a crime against humanity here. That's the realm that this that this degenerate is at. I, I can't even, I, I can't even, I can't conclude why he would do this. Like at first I was like, maybe he's getting paid off by the hospitals and the hospitals are like, you know, but it's killing their business. So why would they do this? It, it does not make any sense other God's than a he's a scumbag and he's trying to retain control. He's trying to make a complicit populace saying, if you don't do as I say, I'm going to make things. He's being a dictator. He's being a fascist. Walk calling those that don't enforce his fascist regulations fascist that's yeah everything's turned back on itself again all right um we are gonna have to go we're out of time today but again we're sitting down we're talking tech today so be sure and check us out so thank you for sitting down this morning bruce thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more with the exception of today because today's tech please check us out later on this afternoon and i hope everyone has a great morning